What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Good gobble, 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 and ho-ho-ho to you. Good evening, and welcome on into another episode of Outdoor Adventures. Getting into the holiday spirit here, I'm Stan Poggle, average everyday outdoorsman and two-time reigning bottle bass champion, and the host of the show, legendary guide and freshwater fishing hall of famer, Chris Kudak, on the line as always. How we doing, bud? It's been a while since we've been live here from 5 to 6 on Newstalk. Well, yeah, you know, the deer hunting the April season is uh, the last day is tomorrow. Yeah, we had a good season over here. We hunted. My son shot a nice eight-pointer, a big doe, opening weekend, and seen a lot of deer. I could have shot plenty of deer, but there's nothing I, I wanted to shoot, so I kind of let them go by. And, you know, now it's ice fishing season. There, there are a lot of the little lakes up around Mille Lacs are froze up. There's people out fishing on them. I see some guys in four wheelers out there, a bunch of fish houses on some of the small lakes. And, uh, you know, it's that type of season. We got sports shows coming up next month. We got, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's, you know, we got Thanksgiving next week. So, you know, everybody will be eating the turkey and yeah. getting fat. And then they can go fishing after you get done eating the turkey. But, yeah, it's it's a transition stage. You know, we're going to get some cold weather, and you know, stuff's going to start moving, and people are starting fishing. It, it's interesting to see the contrast between the folks that love to summer fish and the folks that love to winter or ice fish, because folks like me, where I have a little bit more free time here in the winter in the colder months, I'm just itching and chomping at the bit to get out there and and get in the fish house, pop a couple holes. Do some jigging, and whether I catch anything at the at this moment, it doesn't even matter. I just want to be out there. And then you have the diehard summer fishermen that are like, "Man, I'm gonna fish until my boat is literally iced into the water." And I seen a guy out on Minnetonka here a couple of days ago, and he, uh, I'm guessing, one of the few boats on the water, but he's he's taking advantage. Of the warmer temps we've had here uh, later in the month, I mean, some of the bays were froze over here out there a couple of weeks ago, but now we've kind of warmed up here in the last couple of weeks. But it's but it's interesting to see, you know, it, like you said, that transition period. There's still those guys that are trying to get that boat out one last time, and then you know you got the ice fishermen that are like, get off the lake and quit busting the ice up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, I see some four wheelers out and. I know the guy up at Blackster that's tricky. He pulls a lot of stuff out of the ice, out of the ice, and there was a guy that put an Argo in, and he had tracks on it. Well, he ended up trying to crawl up on the ice, and he sunk it, so he had to go get him out of the water. And, and usually, them don't sink, but uh, something happened. Something a little funny happened there. I don't, I don't know the whole story, but you know, you got to be careful this time of year. We we went around there the other day and looked at a bunch of lakes. Some were some were froze all the way across. Some were froze a little ways out, but there was open water out there. And, you know, you got to be careful. You bring your light, your float suit, your life jackets, uh, 
you know, your cushions with a rope on it in case somebody does go in so you can throw the cushion to them and get them out. And, you know, you got to go with a couple of people. You know, ice, ice is never safe. And, it, you know, it's not, you know, a fish ain't, you know, you don't want to get killed to go catch fish. No, definitely not. And and just just a little PSA on my end, end of things here, too, Kudak, and I agree with you, no fish is, is, is worth dying over, but... You have to watch out for those certain folks, and everybody's has one of these guys in their group that has to be the first one out there, or they want to be kind of the first people out there, but they want to see other people go out first, and then they don't, they kind of uh, lose their sense of, of being patient and being uh, cautious about it. And, and I got, I got suckered into it here a couple years ago with one of the school teachers. And you know all those guys are, right, Kudak? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there was no bottle bass involved in this either. <laughs> so I, I get out of the truck, you know, and they said, hey, you know, we're out on Lake Stanley here, and, and there's some people out there. It's it, it's fine. Let's go out there. So I said, are you sure it's fine? And my my he, he assured me. He said, I, I guarantee you it's fine. It's no problem. There's guys been fishing out there for a couple of days. So we go out there, and of course, I, I put my life jacket on because I'm not a very good swimmer, and in icy water, I'm a no swimmer at all. And we get out there, and uh, I'm not even lying. There was an inch, inch and a half of ice, and and uh, we stuck it out for a little while, but with the water coming out of the holes, you know, I told the guys, I said, I think it's time to go in because if we do go down, I'm the one with the life jacket, and you're going to drown me trying to get my life jacket, and then I'm going to drown. So let's get the heck out of here. And finally, I convinced them to get off the off the ice. But you know, there's a lot of people like that too. They see a couple of people out there, and they think, "Oh yeah, it's fine." And then you get out there, and it's not really that fine. No, no, we were we were up Monday, and we we took that chisel with us, and we walked out a little ways on a few lakes and chiseled, and we found six inches of ice and. Six and a half. Then we found some three inches and four inches, and yeah, it all varies. The lakes all vary. These were small lakes. I mean, these were were lakes that been frozen over for a while. But you got to be careful because there's channels, there's rivers coming through them, and some of them are spring fed. You know, like I tell everybody, you you got to call the bait store, the tackle guy, the resort. You know, and talk to them. I mean, there's guys fishing on the south end of Malax over Walk On Bay. I seen some guys at Cold Bay. I seen some guys in Isle. But the big part of the lake is wide open. I mean, there's no ice out there. It's, uh, we got all this wind and stuff, so it ain't, it's gonna. It'll be after Christmas before it freezes, and yeah, guys, got to be careful. The fish is not worth drowning. I mean, Red Lake, they were up there fishing here a few weeks ago, and they broke loose, and they had to go rescue fifty people. Yeah, you just never know. But uh, we are getting into the season, and you mentioned it a little bit earlier. But the ice shows have been underway here. We had uh, the Hard Water Expo. They had the one out in Sioux Falls, I believe, and they had one down, I think, down there in Iowa. We chatted with uh, Scott Keeley of uh, Iconic Fishing here a couple of weeks ago, and they had some he was heading to as well. And then the big one coming to the uh, cities here in a couple of weeks, too. Yeah, yeah, they got one at the Excel Center. Uh, I believe it's two weeks or three weeks. Civic Center, the big, yep. The big, uh, the big, big show. That's that's everybody from all over the country will be there. All the all the new great and late stuff will be there, and you know that's that's kind of the granddad of everything. So that place will be. You know, it opens on Friday until Sunday, and it'll, I'm sure it'll be full. 
Definitely, and we're going to have to try to get down there. I don't know uh, scheduling-wise how it's all going to work out for us, but we'll try to. We usually get down there that uh, first opening uh, day or Friday and, and chat with some people. So look for our uh, some updated episodes on the iHeartRadio app and also on our Facebook page because we always get a lot of good interviews down there, and that's where our guests kind of we met him down there, uh, Dan Hogue from Cold Snap Outdoors. He's going to be chatting with us here in just a couple of minutes. Yeah, yeah, he's you know, he's got some always got some good stuff. I mean, all his products are good. He's got every year he's got something new, plastics or covers or or something. So yeah, I haven't talked to him for a while, so it'll be interesting to see what what he's got new for this year. And we'll also get into some news from the outdoors. You know, it seems like we they come up with something every other week, but you know, now they're talking about this EEE, the Eastern Equine Encephalitis that was found in the rough grouse. They were talking about earlier in the season where they're testing them for West Nile, and this is another mosquito-borne illness, and it just, I'll say it again, I, nature's nature and let nature happen. I, that's my point, I guess, on this, because it just seems like every other dang day they got another crisis or another thing we got to watch out for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean it's uh, there's there there's always something in the wildlife that you know it's this and that and you know, I I I kind of take it with a grain of salt because they're I I, I think they're just trying trying to you know pretty soon tell us we can't hunt anymore you know it's it's, it's oh you can't hunt we we can't sell license because there's all this sickness and this and that and I, I just think they're 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 just trying to take the the hunter. You know, we had how many millions of people in the woods deer hunting with rifles? Nobody got shot. So what do they say about that? No, I mean it's uh, it's quite the quite the quite the deal these days. Yeah, definitely. We'll get into that here a little bit later on in the show about five forty-five. But coming up next, we'll chat with Dan Hogue of Cold Snap Outdoors. They got a great uh, website site as well. We'll find out about that and all the great products. If you're looking for a cover for your auger this is definitely a way to go i had a chance to get my hands on one here a couple of years ago and i tell you what it definitely saves a lot of time and a lot of hassle and a lot of money in the long run too so we'll find out about that he's got some new rods out here recently and some new products that he'll be having down there at the saint paul ice fishing show here uh, coming up in two weeks from today so we will have all that and more with dan hogue of cold snap outdoors when outdoor adventures continues here on Twin Cities News Talk. Outdoor Adventures is back here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and anywhere on that free iHeartRadio app. Here live every Saturday evening on AM 1130 from 5 to 6. But maybe be listening to it on the podcast as well, Kuduk. We got a lot of listeners there as well. And I was going to ask you, have you got the Christmas tree picked out? Have you got it up? You got the lights all going or no? No, no, no. Uh, uh, the grandkids will be over on Tuesday and we'll be discussing that. But before I forget... We gotta, we gotta wish Bob from YZ a bait over there. Uh-oh. It was his birthday last week. Oh my gosh, what is he now? About 92, 93, 94? No, I'm thinking he's about 33 or 34, I think. Well, he can't be that young. 
And then, and then I got a deal. There's a lady in town here that uh, she's got she fighting cancer. They got a benefit for her on uh, uh, November 30th at the at the Malacca Legion. They got a bunch of guns for the raffle off. They got silent auction, and uh, it goes dinner goes from three to five, and they got a bake sale. They got a uh, live auction at 5 p.m. And tickets are 20 bucks, and it's at the Legion in Malacca on the 30th. Uh, it's a good cause. I, I know some guys that are putting stuff in there for raffle, and they got a lot of good stuff. And if you're in town, you want to stop. It's Joni Benedict. She lived around here all her life, and uh, she's got dealing with the cancer deal. But they asked me if I had to mention them about it for next uh, the Saturday, November 30th, at the Malacca Legion, uh, $20 ticket. And they're available at the Legion. And like I said, they got uh, 15 guns or something like that. They're raffling up muzzleloaders, shotguns, deer rifles. And then they got a silent auction. So if you're on Malacca or you're coming up to Malacca Saturday, stop at the Malacca Legion and uh, help her out. Definitely. We always like to uh, promote small town, uh, kind of helping people out. That's a great thing about the season. And also, Kudak, if you want, and listeners as well, uh, we are spinning some Christmas tunes as we speak on Cool 108. So you can search Cool 108 on uh, the iHeartRadio app. And if the... People are out there already trimming the tree with garland and lights and and ornaments and all this stuff. First off, let me tell you, you're crazy. And second of all, if you want some Christmas music, that's where you can find it. So let's bring him in without further ado from Cold Snap Outdoors. We always chat with them out there at the ice show at the St. Paul River Center, and that is coming up here in a couple of weeks. But we decided to get him on here a bit early because he's big into the ice fishing. Mr. Dan Hogue with Cold Snap Outdoors. How are we doing? Good evening, gentlemen. I suppose Kudak, he doesn't even have to buy a tree. He can just walk out in his backyard and cut one down. Oh, you bet. I got, I got, well, as a matter of fact, as I'm looking out the window here, I got about 10 evergreen trees in my yard. And uh, that's what I think I'm going to tell the, the grandkids. Just go throw some, some of that sprinkly stuff on there. We'll call it good. Yeah, that way you can recycle it for next year. But they'll have to. The kids and the tree will be taller next year. Oh yeah, well these these things are about twenty five feet near. They're no little trees; they're pretty big trees. I planted them back about fifteen years ago. Yeah, they're good sized trees. But uh, Dan, you know we we always enjoy talking to you at the sports show. You always got you always come up with something new. You mean your covers? That's probably the best cover on the market. What's what's new for next year? Well, uh, first of all, we're going to be a lot easier to find at the uh, ice show this year in St. Paul. We've got a 30-foot booth on the main floor. Oh, yeah, so I can go hide in your booth then. (laughs) Yeah, you you can be able to get out of the traffic and come in the booth and uh, lounge around for a few minutes for sure. But uh, new products this year, we had our largest offering last year, and I thought, wow, that was a lot to bring out, but we outdone ourselves and did even more this year, so... Um, I'm trying to think so I don't forget anything, but I'm, we have four new auger covers, make that five, and a whole new series of ice rods that are out. So real exciting stuff. So if you're in St. Paul when the show comes comes around, make sure to stop in and see it all in person or check out it out on the website for sure. And I had a chance to get one of those auger covers here a couple of years ago, and I tell you what, I can't tell you how many of those cheap ones i went through over the years and you know they get busted up or the little hook thing or the rubber thing snaps off and then there you sit and this thing's real durable it it takes you literally a second to put it on and a second to put it off and 
you don't have to get your hands wet and be fighting with it. It's just click and go. It's it's such a great uh, makes it so convenient out there. Yeah, and the nice thing about it is is that um, you, know, you have the blades and they're really super sharp. Um, to put on your traditional cover, you've got to get your hands down there by the blade and put that beaded cord on. So um, you've got your hands right down by the sharp one of the sharpest things anywhere, and those things have got to be razor sharp or they won't work. Uh, the other thing is is if you ever do uh, bust them up and get them uh, dull and you got to buy a new set, they're not cheap either. It costs like 30 or $35 for another set of blades. So, you know, a cover at $28 when it's lifetime guaranteed and and um, never have to buy another one, I mean, is, is a bargain when the replacement cover is typically 18 to $20 itself. Plus, you're constantly re- replacing those six or eight dollar straps that they sell and you got to go through a couple a year now what what did you come out with your rods did you come out with panfish rods walleye rods what kind of rods did you come out with this year oh well that's a good question uh we've got kind of a little something for everybody as what i would say you know this is a rod line so not necessarily just a rod uh uh a one rod this is a little bit for everybody and, and to give you the backstory and how we did it is we didn't want to get anything just off the shelf if we're going to do this, we wanted to do it right. And um, a couple of guys that we were good friends with and still are um, had a rod company called Glacial Lakes Outdoors, and we had just one rod last year. They built a, a hundred of them for us, uh, a custom-made dead stick rod that was built right to our specifications. Well, this year we said, all right, so if we're going to do this, we want to do it right, let's increase the line. Well, their rod company decided to quit building rods for people because one of the partners moved off. So we looked overseas, and we sent blanks over there to say, all right, here's exactly the way we want them. Here's the length. Here's the style. Here's the thread color, everything to our exact specification, and then imported them from there. So what we're really calling these is a factory custom. This is a custom rod that was just built uh you know, offshore, and then brought over here. Uh, built exactly to our specifications. Nothing was uh, just off the shelf. This was all stuff that we had specifically designed just for us, and uh, we're, we couldn't be happier with them. The feedback's been uh, tremendous. Um, yeah, it's, it's really a nice quality rod. Uh, we've got a light-action rod for panfish. It's 28 inches. Um, we've got a medium-light that's going to be an awesome go-to rod for your perch and and walleye rod we've got a 30 inch medium rod that's like a good rip and wrap or spoon rod all three of those first ones we mentioned are all carbon blanks with solid cork handles and then we have the uh seesaw is what we call it uh, and that is our uh, dead stick rod that has the bright yellow tip that we originally designed to fit perfectly on a clam arctic warrior but what we found is that we've changed the design just a little bit, and it makes a very nice uh, dead stick rod as well, so, or, or, or jigging and dead stick rod for in the house for your bonus rod. Uh, in Minnesota, a lot of times you're going to fish one minnow in your house, and you're going to jig the other one. That's where it really works out the best, I think. And what what what's the price range on them for people if they're they're looking for rods? What kind of price range do you got on something like that? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, we typically for a solid cork handle with a fold-down lure keeper, uh, chrome guides, uh, solid carbon blanks, and and a really nice style as well. 
you'd be looking at probably an eighty or ninety dollar price point. But these are forty nine ninety nine, and the reason we can get them down to that price point is that we had the rods built where all the components are made. You know, you got the eyelets, the the blanks, the the handles, the all that stuff is built overseas. It just doesn't go through as many hands to come over here and and, and have them put together. So um, we can actually hit a price point that's you know super in the market, and I think it's is um, on the low end, and I, you're going to see a lot of people can get their hands on a custom-like rod uh, for a price of a um, you know something that come out of the factory from a big box company. Dan Hogue is our guest here on Outdoor Adventures from Cold Snap Outdoors, and if folks can't make it to the ice show here in two weeks down there at the River Center, Dan, uh, you guys got a great website, everything right there. How do people find that? Uh, you can just uh, go to your browser and type in coldsnapoutdoors.com and that'll take you right to our page there's a couple of prompts one you can go look at all our power sports accessories we sell uh, plows for atvs and utvs and accessories for both and we've got a uh, pretty nice full line of uh, auger covers um, those new rods um, some rod holders and uh, the cold snap reel wrap as well We'll have more with Dan Hogue of Cold Snap Outdoors when Outdoor Adventures continues here on Twin Cities News Talk. You can uh, check us out on Facebook as well. Don't forget to do that. We'll have all of our uh, guests lined up there as well as our friends and family there on Facebook. And then you don't forget about the iHeartRadio app as well in case you want to catch up on some past or present episodes. We'll have more Outdoor Adventures after the news here on Twin Cities News Talk. Shaking of those jiggle sticks here in no time at all. Welcome back to Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and anywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. My name is Stan Pago, and the co-host and host of the show, Chris Kudak, alongside me, and we're chatting with Dan Hogue of Cold Snap Outdoors. Going to be down there at the sports show, or ice fishing show, coming up here in a couple of weeks. That runs uh, Thursday through Sunday, if I ain't mistaken. Correct, Dan? That's uh, exactly right. I, it runs uh, three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay, yeah, we'll be out there, I'm sure, uh, Friday, the opening day, so we'll be looking forward to seeing you there. And we chat a lot about your uh products but i know you're out in the south dakota area and get kind of kind of down there southwest minnesota as well so uh, where are you going to be doing some fishing this winter when it finally freezes over well we took a little tour today and uh, drove up around uh, brookings and northwest of brookings and uh, there's a little bit of ice here and there but uh pretty sketchy i i wouldn't suggest anybody give it a try just yet but boy we had great ice up till about the uh, beginning of this week when we got the rain and the warm weather and uh yeah we had guys out and but yeah this kind of killed it uh it's yeah it's a little frustrating get everybody ready to roll and then it's like well we're gonna take a little break and put a time out on the ice season well that's the way it's kind of been here these last couple of years because i remember last year as well we it kind of got real cold there right after the middle of october just like it did this year and 
some of the smaller lakes were froze up, and we thought, oh, man, this is going to be the longest and best ice fishing season ever. And then the warm front came through and, and just killed it all, and now we're going through the same thing. And I just, we were talking earlier and joking around, you know, you got the, you have the summer guys, and then you have the ice guys. And I saw a gentleman out on the lake the other day in a boat, and I was just like, get off the lake, you know, you're ruining the ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw two boats on a lake today uh, out fishing, so they're still hanging on out here too. Well, that's the you know that's the musky guys. They want to go catch the muskies, and this time of year is you know a good time for muskies. And you know, Malaxes, we got some ice along and some bays, and a lot of little lakes around here are locked up. There's people fishing already. There was a bunch of guys out on Lake Stanley today up there up north here a little bit, and you know. They got six, eight inches of ice. There's guys out there with four wheelers, and you know what? They're they're asking for trouble. I mean, if you got six, eight inches in one place, you might not have it somewhere else. And you know, you got to be careful this time of the year. I mean, it's uh, it's the fish ain't worth it. Yeah, I see guys had pictures of some of our pro staffers fishing Upper Red uh, this weekend too, and they they had some nice fish. Yeah, well, also Red Blue Park two weeks ago, and they had to haul fifty people off of there. Yeah, well, it's not this early ice isn't for the faint of heart. <laughs> no, it's when you let Stan go first. You, you go out there and fish for a couple hours and let me know how you do. <laughs> yeah, I always send the fat and guy Kudak, first, they say. Kudak, Kudak has enough fish in his freezer. He doesn't need to be in a hurry to get out tonight. <laughs> yeah, I got plenty. I, I, I don't have to worry about that. I got some private little lakes that, that uh, if I need to go get fish, I know where to go get them. <laughs> well, that's always nice. Yeah, South Dakota's got to be quite a destination for uh, people from Minnesota, especially for early ice, because we tend to freeze up before some of the lakes in Minnesota, and it's the closer drive to come west than it is to go north for a lot of guys. So are they typically smaller lakes or reservoirs out there? Or what kind of kind of uh, stuff we talking out that area? Uh, basically, the region that people go most to is the Glacial Lakes region, which is, you know, what they call prairie potholes. So everything's like, basically, if you would think about it as an overgrown slough. Yeah. Um, basically, big muddy bowls with cattails on the side. The surprising thing is some of these lakes will still, that I would call sloughs, but some of them don't even have real names. But some are 30 feet deep in the middle. Yeah. It's just insane that how they've uh, grown with the uh, the water that's been retained. For some reason out here, the the water tables have kept coming up over the last 25, 30 years. And um, Lake Thompson, as recently as the 70s, they were farming it. And now um, it just hit the high, highest point it's ever been recorded. Uh, I drove by there uh, about three hours ago. And a boat ramp where you used to have to drive down uh, to drive on the beach. You had to go down at a pretty uh, big angle to go down on, and you could park on the beach to get to the ice. <laughs> the water's all the way to the very top of the ramp. You can't even see any of the concrete slab. Wow. Uh, it just blows my mind. And then the slough on the north side of Lake Thompson is called Schaefer's Slough. is a huge destination for people from Iowa, Nebraska, Minnesota because it, you can basically drive right to it on a blacktop road, and mm-hmm. it's, you can walk out 100 yards and catch you know up to 14-inch crappies. Wow. Uh, yeah, and that thing for the last four, five, six years has been lights out, 
and it's been maybe four feet deep at the highest. Huh. Now we had uh, boats in it this summer, and there was 10-foot water almost everywhere in the main part of the lake, which last year you were lucky to see three or four. Wow, that is interesting. We had chatted with a guy from, from uh, down in Iowa here a few weeks ago, and it's kind of the same thing. And I remember I was down there working for a few years, and and it's just amazing because growing up here in Minnesota, you kind of have your idea of what a lake is, you know, and, and what you go out ice fishing. And I was down there, and I think it was along one of the interstates, and there's there's this people just literally fishing in a slew of the size of my car, you know, and it just blew my mind. Yeah, that's a neat thing out here. If, if you're a guy who likes to explore, I mean, just drive in one direction, go over a hill, just kind of follow a road, and half the time you can't go straight because it's all flooded. A road used to go through, and you got to turn and meander your way through a different way. But every so often you'll drive over a hill, and all of a sudden there'll be eight uh, portable fish houses on this slough that's no bigger than 10 or 15 acres. And uh, there's perch in there. And the reason there's so many nice fish coming out of the Dakotas and the water is so fertile because um, it's all black dirt underneath there and whenever the new ground floods, all the sticks and the and the weeds and the grasses that get flooded, that's an awesome habitat for perch to, in northern to spawn. So they just go crazy and then a lot of lakes that uh, you know are more established have walleyes in them already. Well, they flood and then they touch some other lake or slough and then pretty soon Instead of having two or three little lakes, there's one big one, and they all have the same fish in them because they're all connected by either a culvert or drain tile or pipes, or or they just flooded into each other over the years. I just was north of Madison, South Dakota. They had the, I bet they raised the roadbed six or eight feet because the water was was so much higher. the The old guardrail was like a um, cable guardrail, and you have to look down to see it now. It's below the um, um, surface of the new road that they put in by about three feet. Well, that's kind and of don't they don't they have a lot of freshwater shrimp and all them them little potholes and stuff out there? It's lots of bugs and and, and minnows and don't them things are so fertile they just got ton of bait for them fish. All that, all that for sure. But yeah, you're right. The the freshwater shrimp in these new lakes that are newly flooded and have only been flooded for you know five to ten years, the shrimp populations you'll drill holes. And when you pull your uh, auger out, there'll be a couple dozen shrimp on the ice all flipping around, you know. And they're uh, they're big, too. They're really, you know, um, about the size of the tip of your finger. You know, you wouldn't think they would. They don't, they're not like flea size. They're bigger than that. They look like um, a lot of the small plastics that you would use that looks like a shrimp. Now, could you do a little South Dakota jambalaya with that stuff or no? <laughs> I don't know what they taste like, but the fish are like them, and they get fat and fatty off them. Uh, I'm sure there's been somebody out there in those neck of the woods that has at least tried it, I bet. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure somebody probably with a few uh, blue smoothies has washed down a few <laughs> just to say they've done it. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to be down there all three days for the uh, ice fishing show. Whereabouts are you going to be located on the grounds there? Well... Uh, if I remember my uh, map coordinates right for the main floor, if you come down the escalator and you look to your right where all the, the vendors are on the floor, uh, it'd be like the left hash mark uh, if you're thinking of it as a football field just out of the end zone. Okay. So, um, great, great spot. I think it's across from Marine General. I'm just trying to remember exactly where it is. But uh, you won't be able to miss us. We're going to have two great big 
tall feather flags that are stick up above all the booth space. You know, when you're coming down the escalator, you'll look out there and you'll see Cold Snap Outdoors. We have two big red feather flags that show right where we're at. Now, now I was told uh, the the logo you have there that that crabby looking crab. Uh, what's the story behind that? Well, it wasn't a bad relationship back in the day, was it? <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. Um, I think it was just the idea that the covers snap on, and and I don't know. I was thinking, you know, what snaps in the crab or a lobster? You know, snaps its claws. Yeah. And I don't know. I just kind of like the the logo because he's kind of gritting his teeth and he looks like he's coming at you with a claw. Well, you definitely have some tough products, that is for sure. Where can people find it again if they can't get to the show, uh, Dan? Where can they get it online? Uh, ColdSnapOutdoors.com. And the neat thing about our website is right underneath most of the products we have is a short video just showing how they work, too. And we were just recently on Midwest Outdoors, so if you haven't cleared out your DVR yet and you're starting to watch the ice fishing episodes, um, you'll probably catch us on there as well. Yeah, I believe, I think I seen that one here a week or two ago. I seen you guys on there. You were fishing some little lake for panfish, I believe. Yeah, we had panfish, but we also had some big uh, rainbow trout, uh, Pactola Reservoir in the uh, Black Hills of South Dakota. I think the cameraman said that was the farthest west uh, that he'd ever been filming for the show. So we did put the west in Midwest Outdoors for that episode. Yep, yep. Well, that's good. We will probably see you uh, Friday morning or whatever. I think it opens up at noon, don't it, on Friday? Yeah, we'll be, uh, I think that sounds right. I, you know, I've been in shows the last three weekends, so we're going strong already. We finished the Blaine show, and uh, we did Sioux Falls here, and we did a little local one over at uh, Milford, Iowa, Okaboji area the week before that, so... We've been hitting them hard already and getting out. And I would say this ice fishing season, we're seeing some great feedback. People are more excited this season. I've seen them for years. So, I, you know, people are people are ready for another good year. Yeah, that's what I was just going to ask you. How were the numbers at these last few shows you've been at? I mean, is it similar to other years, or is it is it better or worse? Or? Well, you know, it's hard to gauge. I would say that maybe the – Attendance at the Sioux Falls one was down a little bit, but also it hit a hunting season, and the Saturday was like 50 degrees, and um, you know, and there was fishable ice in in South Dakota even that weekend. But I would say the people who were there were hardcore, and if the attendance was down, it was you know off marginally. It wasn't notice hardly noticeable at all. But the people who were there were the hardcore people, and they were all uh, buying and stocking up for the new season for sure. Dan Hogue from Cold Snap Outdoors. Check him out at coldsnapoutdoors.com, and you can Google that as well, and you can find him on our Facebook. We'll have this episode up here in just a couple hours, and we always enjoy chatting with you, Dan, and uh, hope to run into you soon here. All right. Take care, guys, and I will see you at the ice show. Can't wait. Take her easy. Once again, Dan Hogue of Cold Snap Outdoors. You can find him at coldsnapoutdoors.com. And uh, check out all the great products or go see them at the show. Uh, I think, what is it, the 4th through the 6th, is it? I think it is, Kudak. My uh, calendar is right here. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's the 4th. No, it'd be 6th, 7th, and 8th, it would be of December. So two weeks away. And yeah, it's yep, always a yep, good. You're right, 6th, 7th, and 8th. And it, it looks like, you know, I, I don't know, Kudak, if. They're talking, I looked at the long-range forecast, and 
they're talking teens for highs, so you might have to drag me off the ice to get me to go there this year. Well, I'll have to make you do all the work for once. Well, you never know. You never know. We're, we're going to have to, you know, we always stop and see Dean at Agate Bay and get the report from him and, and you know, and uh, in the, in the, 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 the guys from uh, Ron Shear's group's going to be there with the, uh, oh, God, the white Minfish. dog. Minfish? Uh, Minfish.com. They're going to have their booth there. They're going to have a bunch of guys there. I mean, and the guys from Devil's Lake are going to be there. I mean, there's, Bexlar's going to be there. I mean, they, they, if you want to go get something under one roof, that's the place to get it. Everything's there. I mean, all the good stuff is there. Uh, JT will be there with their new rods, and, you know, all the new equipment will be there, and, you know. You take the kids down there, what what better day can you have? Yeah, so that's just a couple of weeks away at the uh, St. Paul River Center, the St. Paul Ice Fishing Show. We'll hopefully be down there. Usually get down there Friday, you know, mid-afternoon. We mingle a little bit, and then we have a little fun at the end of the night as well. So hope to see you out there at the St. Paul Ice Fishing Show coming up here in two weeks. We'll wrap up the show. Got some news from the outdoors and a way for you to check out the state parks and recreation areas for nada dollar. When we come back here on Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and anywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. Moses was a Cajun. He lived by himself in the swamp. They hunted alligator for a living. It just knocked him in the head with a stone. The Louisiana law gonna get you, Amos. It ain't legal hunting alligator down in the swamp, boy. One final segment of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. I might be running into some alligators here soon, Kudak. Taking a trip down to Florida here next week, so we will have a, well, can't really call it a best of because a lot of our segments aren't the best, but we will have a best of outdoor adventures coming up next week because i'm flying the coop i'm getting out of this cold and hopefully when i get back the lakes will be frozen i can go right from the airplane right to my house jump on my truck and go out ice fishing well i suppose you're going to go down and visit our buddy Lestmeister because i talked to him last week and he's down there kayaking he's him and his wife got a got a room or a house or apartment or something down there he won't be back until till march i would imagine though he's gonna he's he's a uh, He's one of them snowbirds now. But before I forget, uh, Prescott Bates over in Wisconsin there, Tim, he sent me my flukes here the other day, my panfish and stuff. Uh, Tim, i got to give you a shout-out. Them things are uh, nice-looking plastics. I'm going to be using them this week. And the boys at Custom Jigs and Spins sent me a little care package with some new tungsten stuff. And I'll tell you what. Go on there, if people listening, go on to that custom jig spin stuff. They got some nice stuff out there with some nice colors and, and some quality tackle. And if you're looking, if you're looking for plastics, uh, Prescott, Prescott Bates in Wisconsin, give, give Tim a call. He's got a Facebook deal there. You can go on there, PrescottBatesCompany.com and, uh, check the stuff out. It's a pretty good product and it's reasonable and the stuff works. I've been using it for, for the last couple of years summer and winter and the, the guy knows what he's doing it's pretty good stuff and you know check the stuff out and come, come to the sport show we'll be down there friday i suppose in the afternoon we'll get down there i think it opens up at noon i don't think i'll be down there until a little after that somewhere i got some stuff here friday morning to do but 
We'll uh, we'll hook up down there and, and see if we can't get a few videos of all the new stuff and put on our Facebook. Definitely, we will definitely be down there. And and you know, Kudak, it it is. I just want to remind you, it, it, this is the season of giving. Remember, so you know, I'm I'm probably going to expect a a little care package back from your from your little bag of goodies there from Custom Jigs and Spins and, and Prescott Bates, because I know you can't use it all. You can't hog it all. you got to share it with your buddy once in a while. It's a season of yeah, giving. Yeah, and, and it you know, goes both ways there, Stanley. <laughs> what do you mean? What haven't I shared with you? You drink all my beer, you smoke all my cigarettes, you got to burn all my gas. Yeah, I got to pay oh, for your yeah, hotel yeah. room at the governor's opener. Oh, buy me that. Yeah, I know yeah, how it goes. Okay, yeah. We're, we're, we're 150 <laughs> miles away, and I don't even see it, but I, I use everything. <laughs> that is right. But I, I just thought I'd remind you of that. And, and speaking of the Christmas season, check out Cool 108, too, if you want to listen to Christmas music. If you're putting up the uh, Christmas tree, you can just go to cool108.com and, and stream it online as well in this holiday season. But... The government is, is, well, I guess it isn't free because we pay for it in one route or another, but free admission to the 75 different Minnesota state park and rec areas on the day after Thanksgiving. So you can get, get fat and merry on Thanksgiving and watch a couple of the football games, eat a little bit more, have maybe a couple of beers, too many, then you can sleep in on Friday and no, go no, to the state no, you parks. Can't sleep in a, you can't sleep in on Friday because and you got to go to Aiken for the world's largest fish house parade Friday. Oh my gosh! So you you always wait till the last minute on this stuff. I just remembered it just now. I just I just remembered that that every after every Thanksgiving they got the big big fish house parade up in Aiken, and that that's the day after Thanksgiving. No, oh, I bet you that's a that's a party to, waiting to be happening up there. I bet. Oh yeah, it's a it's a good deal. I mean. If the streets are packed and you everything that comes down the road, you never know what you're going to see. How, how many of those get stuck downtown after a rough night on the town after the parade? Well, I think all the bars are, are pretty full after the parade. Yeah, I would be willing to bet up in that neck of the woods. Yeah, they uh, they usually have, you know, you get, you get to the fairgrounds there and you line up and, and they go right down the main drag down 169, they detour everybody and they, you go right around the corner and yeah, it's it's quite the quite the deal. So check that out the day after Thanksgiving. Not only the Fish House Parade up in Aitken, but if you're heading around, I mean, there's state parks everywhere, so they're within 20, 30 minutes of wherever you're at. But a free admission if you want to, there's a particular park, or maybe you haven't been at one in a while, maybe a good day to uh, check that out. And it looks like the weather will cooperate for that, so you can get free admission to the state park and rec areas on the day after Thanksgiving. And uh, a couple of notes here. We talked a little bit about the West Nile virus and grouse. Uh, now they got some other deal. It's called Eastern Equine Encephalitis, which is basically a swelling of the brain that comes from mosquito bites of these animals. And uh, it's already been confirmed in wolves and moose in northeastern Minnesota. And uh, now they've been testing, of course, for the West Nile virus. 12% of the birds have been exposed to that, according to their tests. And this is just another one, you know, and it just seems like they come up with something else to try to scare us every single day. And it just, you know, they had the zebra mussels that came out here, what was Lake of the Woods, and 
There was one other, uh, was it Red, I think, or I can't remember, but, you know, some popular destinations. And, and you know, in my opinion, it, it's it's whether you think it's fortunate or unfortunate or you're otherwise, I mean, it's going to happen. It's just the way it is with as many wow. people out there. And, they, you know, you can put all this money and time into it, but I don't think it's going to do a whole lot. I think what we got to do is probably get Colonel Rodman on the phone here. We'll get to the bottom of it. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Why don't you get a hold of him? Yeah, I'll give him a call this week and see if he can't do it during the week here. Maybe we'll tape one before you go. Sounds good. Well, we will be uh, taping a show here coming up for this uh, next show here because, like I said, I'm going uh, out of town. and I'll uh, give you a call from sunny Florida. How's that, buddy? All right. Well, I'll talk to you and. Give me a call tonight when you get home, and then we'll set it up for this week, and we'll see if we can't get Colonel Rodman on for next week. Sounds good. That's uh, Chris Kudak, legendary guide in freshwater fishing, Hall of Famer. I'm Stan Poggle, average everyday outdoorsman and two-time reigning bottle bass champion.